this is Susan. And this is Katie. And welcome to another episode of She Speaks Stories. And this week um, is a little unique. It's very unique. Yes, we are in Atlanta. And, At a fun hotel, the Embassy Suites. And I'll tell you what's so fun about it is they have the best breakfast ever. ever. And <laughs> I'll tell you what else is fabulous is that I'm rooming with Katie and um, Katie gets up early and gets out um, where I don't. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, by the time I'm moving, Katie has arrived at the door with this incredible omelet meal. And I'm like, dude, I, I could get used to this I, life. I love it. I pretend like I'm the bellhop. And I, I know. Go, I go, room service. <laughs> <laughs> and I have like breakfast in bed the last three mornings. It has been so much fun. We are really going to miss that. But we're here for a drive conference at Andy Stanley's church called uh, North Point Community Church. Some of you have heard of it. It is a fabulous church that seeks to do church for people who don't like church or who don't really want to come to church. Yeah. So you can imagine it's so great. It is just a blast. Yeah. And what I love also is um, when Andy teaches, he teaches practically and in ways literally every human can understand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, Gosh, it's been so good. And their worship. And, and oh. yet he, he really goes deep, deep theologically. Yeah. I'm like, how can this guy do this? I know. He takes us deep, mm-hmm. but in a very simple yeah, uh, language, uses yeah. analogies that you're like, oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, he's so good. It's been fabulous. Yeah. And, and the worship. Oh, oh it's been my so good. Goodness. So good. To be surrounded. How many, how many people would you say is at that conference? You know, I'm so bad with that. But it feels like at least like, you know, I don't know how many fit in that auditorium. but I, A ton. Thousands. Yeah. Oh, would definitely. You say I would say like maybe two or three thousand. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. More. And yeah. did we already say that there's 37 of us? Yeah, no, we haven't. There's, um, so we're not, it's not just Katie and I, we're here with, um, the staff and the elders and some lay people from our church. Um, and so there's 37 of us, which has been a hoot because we are this gigantic caravan going into the conference every morning. We have three vans and then, um, I am driving this gigantic (laughs) boat of a car that I rented. I don't even know. I mean, it's so huge, you guys. And so the four, our four vehicles plow into that church every morning and it's hilarious. And then finding like last night at the end of our, um, Last night was the end of the conference, and we uh, went to Papacitos because that is a staple here for our teams. Whenever our teams have to conference in Atlanta, everyone stops at Papacitos because their fajitas are amazing. Was that not an amazing it meal? It was amazing. It was that yeah. special sauce. and yeah. they had this- <laughs> <laughs> Katie goes, there's this sauce that goes with the fajitas, and it is um it's, it's like butter. It's, it's butter, like butter, basically. but with garlic and something yeah. creamy. Well, what I don't oh. understand about it is that's the kind of thing you dip like shrimp in or crab. Uh, yeah, Why were we meat, dipping our meat? Oh my gosh, rice. it was so good. I dipped everything in you there. You dipped your rice in there? Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, could you bring me two more bowls? I know. They sauce. brought her two more bowls of it. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm but, a saucy person. But I'll tell you, they sure. gave us this whole side room to ourselves and there was 37 of us and it was just... It was a sweet time. It was really a sweet time because um, it, it, things were just crazy. But before I jump into yeah, what got yeah. crazy yeah. down here, yeah, do you remember that one song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you played it last night. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. 
look it up and read the words because before I tell you what kind of transpired that was a little crazy down here, I want you to hear the gracious love of God yeah. around us two little <laughs> crazy podcasting yeah. women. Okay, so there's this song that is by Passion Band, and it's called um, Bigger Than I Thought. And um, if you're looking for this to listen to it, it's on the Follow You Anywhere live um, from Passion Band. Um, and they're amazing. They're amazing. Um, they're actually, their church is out of Atlanta as well, Passion City Church. So um, here is the lyrics to that song. And l- just stick in with us for a little bit because we do have quite the story to share with you. And it's, um, it's tender and it's now ongoing and God is not done with it and he's writing it. Um, but it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we're, I'm going to read this to you and then just show you how kind God is to put these lyrics. Um, just, he really has put them on our hearts and just written them. And so um, it says, find your freedom, learning to rest in you, find your freedom. Speak to me when the silence steals my voice. You understand me. Come to me in the valley of unknown. Mm -hmm. You understand me. You understand me, God. So I throw all my cares before you. My doubts and fears don't scare you. You're bigger than I thought you were. So I'll stop all negotiations with the God of all creation because you're bigger than I thought you were. I believe, but help my unbelief. You understand me. Help me reach So help me reach the faith that's underneath. You understand me. So I throw all my cares before you. My doubts and my fears do not scare you. You are bigger than I thought you were. I will rest in the Father's hands, and I will leave the rest in the Father's hands. Isn't that beautiful? It is. It is. um, To sing that wholeheartedly with thousands of people raising their hands, believing it, being surrounded um, really by the palpable presence of God. God is always present, but you don't always feel that presence. But sometimes in a worship experience, you feel him, you feel his presence, his, his kindness. And so we are sing- we sang this song the first day over and over. Yeah. And um, truly, what what happened? Let me just back up a little bit. When we um, told you our Easter stories, I don't know if any of you remember, but I said the Easter and the resurrection, the hope of the resurrection story, means so much to me right now because all this crazy stuff is happening in my life. I just referenced it quickly, and I said my father in law is dying we're moving and then there's health issues. Well, the specific health issue is a week before uh, we were moving, I found this huge lump in my breast, but I have had cysts before and they just aspirate them. So I really wasn't overly concerned, but of course, you know, I mean, we have a huge history in our family of cancer. Three of our people have died so far of cancer. So I'm not stupid about it. I mean, I go in immediately, but it takes time. You got to go to your primary care and then they have to refer you to the specialty clinics, blah, blah, blah. So we, I start that whole process and then, and then we're moving and then Mike's dad dies. And then last Monday, I finally get uh, the biopsy. 
And they tell me last Monday, well, it'll be seven to 10 days uh, to get the results as to whether it's benign or not. And they, and they said at that time, what, either way, it's going to require surgery because this is a huge mass. And I'm like, okay. It's, it's, I mean, it's the size of a baseball. It's, yeah. That's how large this mass is. Yeah. You can literally, well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Okay. So I'm like, oh, seven to 10 days. My goodness. Seven days will literally be the first day of this con- drive conference. Um, so, and let me insert here just really quickly. Some of you, um, when Susan threw out there, hey, what, what are some topics you want us to talk about on the podcast? Um, one of our precious listeners said, how about talk about marriage? So even though this podcast isn't going to be about marriage, I will insert just a tad (laughs) about my own marriage. Um, Mike and I are complete opposites on the personality scales. And when we had it measured once at a marriage conference, the guy said, how did you two even (laughs) fall in love? I've never had two complete opposites. So Mike, um, when um, I get the biopsy and they were more concerned than just assist, he's like, you're not going to that conference. And I'm like, oh, yes, I am going to that conference. What better place to be and yeah. back and forth? Because he's a caretaker and yeah. he's a, yeah. um, he's a let's, let's huddle yeah. and I am an extrovert. And I'm like, no, let's be around people. Yeah. Let's be around energy, you know? And so just opposite. So I say that little side note on marriage, because if you, if you have a hard marriage where you're married to someone who's so unlike you, it can also be such a sweet, so um, sweet blessing from yeah. the Lord to yeah. have a completer, you know, yeah, truly. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what Mike is for me. So shout out to my sweet husband. <laughs> but anyway, and I, and I won and I'm, came to the conference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Monday in it, but he says to me, okay, honey, but two things I ask of you, do not let your phone run out of battery battery. Yeah. And keep it on you at all times. So when the doctor calls, you do not miss his call. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, honey, absolutely. And he's like, I am dead serious because I am going to be waiting for yeah. the news. So, um, so Monday, I'm really good. Everything's charged. I'm checking my phone. By Tuesday, I'm kind of nervous. Into the yeah. well, I'm into the swing of things, and the phone checking hadn't been fruitful. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I yeah. don't know. And obviously, I had charged the phone the night before, but then Susan, didn't you say the thing was unplugged or something? Yeah, we've got this crazy alarm clock that keeps going off at 6 a.m., and Katie and I don't know how to make it not go off. So it also is the charging stations for our phones. So when that stupid thing went off, I just unplugged it. Well, it stopped charging our phones. So neither of us had a full charge. Yes. Okay, so long story short, I... um, I come out of a session, I look at my phone, and here is a call that I have missed. So I am frantically trying to call back, and it's the big hospital's number. I can't, they can't find the doctor. I can't find the doctor. They won't give me a result. La, 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 la. And then my phone starts to, like, say, low battery, low battery, low battery. And I am start kind of panicking yeah. a little bit. And a nice North Point person helps me find a charging station. And I have enough to call Susan because, I mean, there's, a, there's so many people down there and everybody was at lunch and blah, blah, blah. So um, 
I kind of warble to Susan and she yeah. grabs Todd Pierpoint, our other dear, dear friend down here, and they make a beeline for me and I'm a, a little puddle. I know nothing at this point, but I'm just so frustrated. I can't get the phone to work. I can't, you know. Your hands were shaking. and yeah. I was kind of shaking and kind of a little mess. And so these two come around me. They're loving me. They're like, we are not even going to go to our breakout sessions next. We are sitting with you until that doctor until you get the news. And then our pastor Todd came over for a little bit and they were funny. They're like, okay, Katie, we want to pray for you, but we're not going to actually lay hands. <laughs> and they poured Todd for point turned bright red. Cause I'm like, could you pray? Well, no, I'm not even going to say that. Anyway, it was kind of funny, but it was so tender. Yeah, and, it was. Um, it you was. know, you're anxious, but you're. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you're so appreciative. Yeah of the tender love that people are giving you. And, and again, I felt God's presence. So yeah. like during the worship time, but then through the presence of good Christian friends mm. in a time of need, it, it's so cool the way you can experience the Holy spirit yeah. in a myriad of ways. Yeah. And so I felt, I felt God's presence. I felt, uh, you know, just being enveloped yeah. by him even though I was agitated. Okay. So finally the doctor calls me back and he's like, I'm so sorry, but, um, you know, you have cancer and, um, this is going to have to happen quick and we're going to get you in right away. And, um, with the breast care people and, uh, and I'm like, what does quick mean? And he's like, well, the end of this week, uh, probably, or, or early next week, I'm like, well, I'm in Atlanta. And I have a funeral to go to. Yeah, because you didn't share that in the, in the meantime, your father-in-law did pass away. Yeah. My father-in-law died, which really isn't as sad as it sounds because he really wanted to die. Um, his wanted wife, his Abby, wife died. Yeah, ever since she died, he's kind of like, I'm coming soon, honey. You know, and he yeah. loved the Lord so much. So to him, you know. He was going home. Yeah, he was going home. And that's yeah. what he said. Please let me go home. Please don't pray that I get healed. He had cancer too. Anyway. So I got to go to a funeral on Thursday. We got people coming in for that. And um, so obviously the news spreads fast through our 37 people yeah. that we're, we're with. And the conference ends. Um, and we all go to this Papacitos, like Susan said. And meantime, of course, my husband is contacting my kids and they're all texting. And then, you know, and it's just sweet. But I'm, I'm in this restaurant kind of sitting in the middle of these 37 people and our pastor Todd gets up and shares with the whole table. And, um, I don't know, Susan, can you say that was just, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was really just, a um, God was just kind and, you know, I don't, I think, um, we're in the middle of this uh, teaching series at church about our words and, I will tell you what I watched um, from the moment that Katie received the news um, till even this morning, God really does use his people um, to bring life through their tongue. And when we were sitting at dinner, listening to our pastor talk Katie through what was happening, what was going to happen, um, just different things. It was life giving. It, it was, and, it was. Um, and I'll say, you know, we're here, we are on mother's day weekend. And, um, 
last night as I was going to bed, because as you can imagine, I mean, Katie and I are speaking about this coherently right now, but there in the last 12 hours, there's been a lot of tears. Um, there's been a lot of, you know, Katie's personality is such where, um, okay, Jesus, let's charge the hill with this and I'm going to trust you with it. And, um, what we're, what we're seeing is, is that God's okay also with our sadness and our, and our Mm -hmm, nervousness mm -hmm. about this. Um, but in the last uh, little bit, I tell you, it's Mother's Day weekend, and I'm going to say this without crying, but watching Katie's kids rise up um, in the last like six hours has been beautiful. And the things they have texted her and the things they have said, um, it shows you like all I kept saying, thinking in my mind was that first that um, they will rise up and call her blessed. Oh. And I really, between your sons and your daughters-in-law oh. and your daughter, all of them in the way they are loving you with their words and with their actions, it's beautiful. It's so It's beautiful. <laughs> I have to brag on my daughter, Molly, who yeah. lives in New York City. She, and some of you might be appalled at this, but she gets me these sunglasses <laughs> that are... <laughs> I don't think they're stolen, Susan. I think, I think they're, they're, fake. Fake, they're fake, but they look like like yeah. Ray Bans and and stuff like that. Katie calls them hot, but they're I hot. don't think they're hot. I think <laughs> I mean they're hot that they look good, but I don't think they're stolen. And I do apologize to the Lord if I'm in any way involved in anything that I. But should I not did tell. Be, but I did tell Katie though. You know what? If you're gonna apologize, Lord, apologize for me too, and ask Molly to get me a good pair of Ray Bans. <laughs> So I had told her weeks ago, hey, my Ray-Bans broke. I need you to get me a new pair of sunglasses. So last Monday when I have the biopsy, I, you know, I call her and I'm like, honey, you know, I don't, this might be nothing, but I just want to be on the up and up with you. And I had this biopsy, blah, blah, blah. She left her office in Manhattan immediately and she went and bought me a real designer pair of sunglasses, overnighted it to me and this beautiful, beautiful card. And she said, even if it does turn out to be cancer, mom, you're going to look stylish. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and she's like, and these are not hot. So I keep them it. in the case when you are not wearing, or I don't know, I something like it. that. It, it was way more clever than that, but it was so touching. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that's just one example. Of Absolutely. Just the kindness and the love yeah. being poured over mm-hmm. uh, it, me by my my blood family, but also mm-hmm. by my yeah my church family, yeah. my, the family well, of God. I mean, it, well, and I'll tell you this: I think there is, you know, God is not a God of coincidence; He's a God of purpose. Amen. And I don't think that there was any um, coincidence that you, twenty four hours before this diagnosis, you were singing the lyrics of that song, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, I mean, and I know. The, the parts of that song, we didn't even know like in depth, but I tell you when it talks about how big he is and that you're going to cast your cares on him and that nothing that you are feeling is going to scare him yes. and that he can handle yes. our nervousness. He can handle mm-hmm. our fear. He can handle our doubts. And it's not a coincidence that those those songs, that was on our heart singing that. Absolutely. And, that, and wholeheartedly. Absolutely. And I really felt like, Susan, when I got the news, a quick thought was, okay, you sing this, you believe this, Mm -hmm. and now 
will you walk it out? Yeah. Not, not in a, like, yeah. oh, I'm sending you a test yeah. and, you know, are you going to pass or fail no, the test? No, and no. not in, not in a way that negates the, the emotion yeah. and, the, and the, the fears that do creep in. Yeah. doesn't negate that. He knows we're human. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it is a, it is a reality. Yes. Um, one of the one of the guys I was chatting with just this morning, when I was getting Susan's omelet for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> in my busboy duties, uh, he said, "You know, we don't really have a good word for faith in uh, the English language because it it is an active verb, mm. and we can't say I faith it. Yeah, we yeah. can say oh I believe it, but that falls short because faith is an action verb and I'm like oh I like that like okay I believe when I was worshiping and singing Mm -hmm. you're bigger than I thought you were I will not negotiate with the God of all creation it's not necessary not because he loves us more than that yeah and we can cast all our fears on him and he's not scared of him he's not yeah um, well and I'll tell you God's kindness has really been evident um, in the last 12 hours, because, um, you are an extroverted person and God met you in a crisis situation with 37 <laughs> people surrounding you. Do you know what I mean? Not many people, exactly. well, not many people would want 37 would want people, that. Yeah, but he knows how you're wired. And he also knows you're wired for worship and he allowed you to have this incredible worship experience in the middle of of a fork in the road. Like this this is a defining moment in your faith because you, not only for you, but for your family, I mean, and for the people that love you, because I will tell you, um, I mean, I hardly slept last night. Just think, I mean, and I told Katie on the way down here, um, I drove separately from everybody else. Everybody else flew when I drove down and, um, on the way down here, God and I had some serious talks about this test result. And uh, I was like, what in the world? You, this cannot happen, Lord. And I mean, just having these, and he can take that from me. He can Amen. take, he can take Amen. my frustration. Amen. He can take my anger over this. He can take my tears that I cried my contacts out of last night. I mean, <laughs> he can take those things. You know Amen. what I mean? And Amen. I think, um, what usually our stories, they don't all have a, a bow at the end. I mean, you've seen that in our 40 episodes that we've done and that some of the stories they're neat and tidy at the end. And you're like, wow, look what God did. And then some of the stories, people are still in the thick of it. And you're still look like, look what God's doing. And I think with this, you're our listeners and we do life with you and we love you. And Katie wanted, her heart was immediately, okay, I'm going to be upfront with this. I want God to get all the glory for this. I Mm -hmm. want this journey to be about him. And so she was very adamant and I was not, she was very adamant. She wanted to do, we didn't have a podcast episode for this week. And she looked at me and she said, in the middle of worship and the last session, she leaned over and looked at me and she went, I'm telling this this morning. And here I pointed at my chest. I she said, did. She pointed. This, and I was like, what is she doing? This we're talking about. Yeah. It. And, and here's what you need to know. Katie recognizes that this is not, this is just the beginning of her story, but I want you to know, even in cancer, God's invading the story. Amen. And Amen. that, um, God is so intimately with her right now. And it's evident in how he's created her to be is how he chose to wrap her up in this. Isn't that 
I mean, seriously, isn't that cool? Because I'm not even on staff at this church anymore. Yeah. And this really was a conference for staff and elders. Yeah. Way last fall, our pastor, we were doing something together. And he's like, hey, I'm taking the whole staff to drive. Why don't you come too? And I'm like, okay. Sure. (laughs) And I mean, and God ordained that. it, It was God ordained. Yeah. It was that I shouldn't really be at this conference in a way. Like, it doesn't really make sense. Cause but it's God's it, kindness. You know? And, um, and like I was saying about marriage, Mike is wired so differently. If this were Mike, God would have it be me and him in our little home. Yeah. And that's all he would want. Yeah. But it's me. Yeah. And I'm an extrovert. So what does God do? He but plant me, first of all, with you mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. roommate. Yeah. And ladies, truthfully, that is no... I, yeah. I said to Susan at one point, mm-hmm. Susan, we share stories yeah. about women who go through trials yeah. and faith is the catalyst yeah. to make them come out of it victorious. No matter what happens on the earthly realm, they can be victorious on the spiritual and soul and emotional and mental level yeah. because of the presence of, of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, it's no accident that yeah. this is happening when we're trying to faithfully share yeah. stories, why wouldn't yeah. why wouldn't we have a serious story to yeah. share? Yeah, um, I mean, we all have our struggles, and Amen. it doesn't mean Amen. that some are last. No. All struggles it's just part of feel a story. painful, but I'm like, <clears throat> we're not really surprised. Yeah. Of course, it's of yeah. course there's going to be things that happen to us, but the sweetness of God, like you said, plopping me right down with mm-hmm. one of my very best friends in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm by my side mm-hmm. and uh, the peer points are other best friends. They happen to be here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then 37 yeah. that are just kind, generous, loving yeah. my own pastor right there. Yeah. And then thousands yeah. of people I don't even know, just but worshiping. I have a oneness. Yeah. With. Yeah. And um, I love it. So sweet. Yeah. And you guys, um, we are going to update you guys as much as we can. Um, we do ask, that you guys pray because in the next seven days, Katie will most likely have surgery. Um, We don't know what that looks like yet. We do not know. um, You know, Katie was last night pondering like what the options could be and what that's going to look like. We don't know yet. And so um, we just ask that you guys pray. We're going to, we're going to do our best to keep you updated, whether that's on social media with prayer requests or what that looks like. But um, God is so faithful. God is so faithful. And um, here's what we know. When we have trials in our lives, while they are not fun at all, it is an opportunity to know the intimacy of God Mm -hmm. even greater. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. what I'm relying on in this is that God's nearness to Katie will be so sweet that, man, when we even just look on her, she will be just, you guys, God is so good to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't know Jesus, if you are listening and you don't know Jesus as your savior, I want you to know what I've experienced in the last 12 hours of God leaning on Katie and loving her in the middle of this crisis it really is John John ten ten where it says um, that he wants to give us abundant life. It doesn't mean just an abundance 
of life in heaven. It does mean an abundance of him here on earth. And in the last 12 hours, I have watched God bring an abundance of his love and kindness onto Katie. And if I were not a believer, it would be enough to make me want to investigate it. Because I would want the God of the universe to love me the way I've seen him love Katie. And that's the way he is with all of us. Goosebumps all over my body, Susan, because it's just so truly, it's an irresistible, incredible love. Yeah. When he's talking about that abundant life, he's not saying an abundance of stuff here on earth. No, it's an an abundance abundance of, of, you know, oh, you follow me, you're not gonna be sick, you're gonna have you know, a new car. Yeah. You're, gonna, yeah. you're not going to have financial woes. People right. you love aren't going to die. No, he, he meant this abundant inner life yeah. that involves a, a, a peace that surpasses all Amen. comprehension exactly. Exactly. and a joy despite circumstances that is really kind of odd. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of odd to, mysterious. to the world, yeah. but it's so Lovely. Yeah. And truthfully, as you were as you were saying that, Susan, what popped into my mind when I was a very young Christian, and I was still very skeptical about what all yeah. this means. And I was in a Bible study with a woman who had had polio as a child, mm-hmm. and so she was uh, crippled to a certain extent. Um, and then she shared with our group that she had this biopsy, and she was pretty sure it was cancer. Well, when she came back to the group, she said, it wasn't cancer. And she said, you know what, ladies? I'm a little disappointed because I was so eager to be able to glorify God through a serious trial. I'm like, Mm. lady, are you crazy? I mean, I was young and I was like, are you crazy? I mean, first of all, you have polio. You have a trial every day just getting around. And now you are kind of... I mean, to some of you, that's going to sound like, what is she, a masochist? You know, (laughs) but it infected my soul as a young Christian. And I I remember now as Mm -hmm. we're talking, it jumped into my memory. I remember praying way back then. Wow, Lord, I want to know you like that. Mm -hmm. So that when trials come my way, I'm not filled with self-pity I'm not filled with why me. I'm not filled with an, uh, this fear of or anger at you. Like, are you kidding me? I thought you were supposed to be my savior. Why aren't you saving me from bad things? I want to be filled with a glorious, radiant mm. faith that says, can I somehow glorify you through this, mm. God? And um, I don't know. Let's... Let, let, let us just end with this because we're on a time crunch and those vans are waiting, <laughs> waiting for us to load our luggage in and not be late for the airport. And um, so we got to wrap this up. But here's what Susan did last night at the end of this long kind of emotional, crazy day. And it, as she patiently waited to turn the lights out because my phone kept ringing and I kept having to have conversation. Uh, Susan, without even saying a word, she found that song on her phone that we had been singing prior to the news and then after the news. And then at dinner, we talked to one of our worship leaders about that song. And we said, hey, can you sing that song? Do you even know that song? And she's like, yes. 
And so we asked her, is there any way you could just record that song and get it to us somehow? We're hoping she'll do that. And if she can, we're going to add it to the end of this podcast. If she can't, um, then she just can. And I'll just, and we'll end with this story. But Susan, without saying a word, she turns our lights out and she just finds that song on her phone and plays it. And so as we are just trying to sleep and Susan's got a lot on her plate that she needs prayer for too. It's not cancer, but it's a lot. <laughs> so pray for this little girl also. But um, we literally were just lulled to sleep with those beautiful words of we're casting all our cares into the father's arms. Right. Is bigger than we thought he was. Yeah. And uh, it's good. And he loves us. And it literally lulled me to sleep yeah. in just a beautiful, yeah. sweet way. Yeah. So um, we love you listeners. Yeah. And we're so honored that you're part of this journey with us too. Even those that we, that we don't know personally, that yeah. even kind of honors us more yeah. Yeah. than somebody we don't even know would listen in yeah. and um, be part of this journey with us. Yeah. All right, guys, we do love you. And if you are a mom or you are a woman in any way who has a nurturing heart towards others, we wish you guys um, a very, very happy Mother's Day this weekend. And we love you all. And um, we will uh, give you an update next week um, as to how Katie's doing. All right, you guys have a good, good week. We love y'all. We love you so much. Bye. Yeah.